How do you? How do you? How do you? I think like, I don't know, I always get, I'm always prefer the cold. So I think all the warm is always more warm. Yeah, I guess I'm used to. It's just it's just the front of the house. It's it's hot. Front. This is where the sun shines on it all day. If we're in the back, it'd be all right. You want to go to the back? No. <laughs> no, it's just taken fucking forty minutes to set this shit up. <laughs> There's a bath in the back. Mm? Podcast from a bath. Oh, then did you move it? You said. Yeah, I got rid of that. You got rid of it. It's in the shed, so it's further back. <laughs> all the way back. <laughs> and you hit the bath. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking episode two hundred. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like big. an accomplishment. I've not really <laughs> yeah. done anything for it. I don't know what the accomplishment would be. Yeah. But it feels We've been like here it. 200 times. Yeah. We haven't been here, here. Yeah. But we've been in a few different places where we started at mine, then went into... And at mine's. Yeah. Well, my folks' nephews, place. Your yeah. nephew's room. Yeah. And then to here, mine, and here again. Yeah. Yeah. Been yeah. Travelling. Travelling around. <laughs> Travelling. Never left Stoke. Well, we did, but we didn't get anything done. Yeah, we did. And then the car park ate my car. Yeah. And then uh, that was yeah. kind of it. Mm. But yeah, it's nice to be back in person, as we were yeah. last week. Yeah. It's good. I think uh, it's different. It took a while to get used to it. I was a bit overwhelmed with all your chilies and your carrots and your shark <laughs> yeah. flies. Incidentally, there's chilies on them now. Oh, they've grown now. Yeah. Since I've come here. You encouraged them. They've started. Yeah. To- yeah. <laughs> well, we best show well, ourselves. Yeah, that whole, no, that whole stupid thing of like, oh, I'm going to prove him wrong. <laughs> which I've never understood. I don't no. have that drive of, oh, yeah, I'll show you. Yeah. I don't like, have that because I go like, I don't respect you. So I'm not going <laughs> to, why would I want to impress you? I don't know. Yeah. But loads of people have that. Or say that's their motivating factor. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, my, my hamster doesn't believe I can do a double flip. I'll show, <laughs> show him. him. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, episode 200. I think it's yeah. quite an accomplishment, to be yeah. fair. If you put into perspective how unaccomplished with com- regular creative outlets we are, mm. I think it's pretty impressive. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. I think um still enjoy the podcast as well. I think there's still like moments where like I'm still watching back and I'm laughing. Oh yeah, I think yeah. that some may not, doesn't mean that it's a funny show, but it's like, well, I find it funny and I enjoy it. That's kind of all we needed. Yeah, I think just trying to prove. I think uh, I've had, it, the two hundred benchmark has been a point where it's time to look back. I think and yeah. be like, how could we improve? What do we need to? We're wearing small socks. Yeah, yeah. This ankle. You're wearing no socks. socks. I'm not wearing shoes, mate. No, I'm am making I. a statement. I didn't. I'm didn't wear, I haven't worn shoes at all. Oh, d- have you not? No. Right. So it's just 200. standard fa- standard fare from the cinema for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was speaking to a friend, like, I speaking to somebody who likes to wear flip-flops and I can't understand flip-flops. I've tried. They're just uncomfortable. Yeah. And just, just go barefoot. I think the thing with barefoot is it takes a while to build up the callus or whatever. Yeah, I can't walk on like gravel and shit like that. Like, yeah, I, I can, but it's not, I think, because I've done it for years. Yeah. And like when I say years, like when I was a kid, I used to rather be barefoot anyway on mm. stone and stuff. After a while, you just get more used to it. It's still yeah. not the most comfortable, but I still prefer it. Yeah. So I think it's just, yeah, I think that's all that is. But I've never understood ankle high socks. No, it's for trainers. Yeah, but apparently it's to show, to, to give the illusion that you're not wearing socks. Is that true? Well, I just think it looks stupid if you're wearing trainers and you've got socks coming off, coming like up your leg. So therefore, why don't you go barefoot? Because if I go barefoot in You'll shoes, become stronger, more agile. Well, you sweat into them and they reek. Sweat into your feet. No, into your shoes. Right, so why don't you therefore go barefoot? And no, no, no shoes is what I'm saying. Right. Don't take your shoes. Right. Just run barefoot. 
I'm not an animal. Yes, you are. Stop <laughs> trying to hide away. <laughs> I'm better than a stag beetle. I'm not, a bison. Not, not better. Just, <laughs> I just, just prefer, different. Prefer more shoe than a bison. Yeah. No, I think if a bison mm. can do it, if a bison can rub up against a tree, I think that's a challenge. Why don't you just be like a horse instead of wearing shoes? You just, just nail them to your feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, making a point. <laughs> yeah. It's to stop rot, isn't it, in a horseshoe? I don't know. I don't know. I think so. It's to stop them damaging their hooves. But I was like, how delicate them. are their hooves? Like, they're yeah. used to knocking about on with no shoes on. Yeah, but not on, like, roads and shit. Right. Oh, so th- interest, not in, not an interesting fact, mm. but an interesting fact that I thought was funny. Yeah. Well, not funny, but you know, you see like old artwork of old horse-drawn roads. Yeah. Where it's like uh, it's a grass thing in the middle and then the path on the other side. Mm. Apparently it's complete bollocks because horses would be in the middle and horses trample the shit out of everything. Yeah. So history is lies. Oh. There you go. Oh, 200. Wow. That's ruined a lot of paintings for me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A few plates. Yeah, but maybe it was, maybe bison came along and tried to rejuvenate the habitat. Yeah. I feel like bison's going to be, unfortunately, I think bison has become a more present threat. Than horses. We're going to have to regard on the podcast more often. I get a feeling that they're just going to take, they're going to expand. Bison fact. (laughs) (laughs) Just slowly encroaches and ruins your trees. Yeah. And then just rare butterflies come out. Yeah. I don't know. Bison have always been interesting to me. I don't, don't know why that I, I find it weird that they're going to be in the UK. Anyway, mm. more, more on that. Mm. <laughs> Where we all die. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing your badge. It's good. I am. Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought I should get you, some use out of it. Yeah. Just on Steve. Yeah, Steve. Just Steve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't even remember what mine said. But uh, angry you, gorilla demon. G- yeah. It's beca- and you were like, well, if you were an animal, what would you be? I'd, I'd just Steve. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good odd answer. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, fun times, I think. Mm. Been a weird, not that weird a week to be fair, so I think not much going on. Yeah. Bit more socialising, bit more mask wearing. I was I've be honest, I've been confused by your non-belief in masks. Okay. Right. And then I went to replenish my mask supply mm. and I realized that you can buy masks that have a label on them that say these don't work. What? Right. Okay. So there's two types of masks. There's just a bit of cloth, mm. and then there's like antiseptic, you know, kills 99.9% of all bacteria okay. that comes out of your mouth or goes towards your mouth, right? Right. Is that the mask that you were talking about? Or do you believe like surgical masks know, like that they you, wear? If you wear like an N95 mask with a respirator and or like in it and stuff like that, like, yeah, that the, the, the mesh and whatnot in that is designed to be small enough to not let viruses through. It filters them out. Right. Um, but regular, like, cloth masks, like... Without any, like, antiseptic masks, in it. Well, without a fucking respirator in it. Like, the... the well, the, the virus... The virus... The, the size of a virus is, is far bigger than... Far smaller than the, the the holes in, the in like, cotton and stuff like that. So it will just get through. Yeah. But, but isn't, like, the idea of the droplets anti- getting through. Isn't it like the idea of like the antiseptic or whatever that kills ninety nine point nine percent bacteria meant to still potentially? Kill that but I didn't know you can get masks that had like antibacterial yeah, like, like stuff in them. Yeah, yeah, or antiseptic or something. 
That's why know. you. That's why you get the disposable ones is because they've got some in, but they don't last forever. So you have to. Well, that's one. Day. I thought the whole point in this mask stuff was to just stop you gobbing on people. It's probably an aspect as well. But I just remember as I was, as I was shopping, I was like, they've, and, and it's like you can clearly have the option of ones that help, ones that are designed and approved to prevent COVID nineteen, and ones that aren't. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there must be like a massive price difference. You're like, nope, exactly the same price. Yeah. It's just people have got the choice of ones that don't work. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, if there's people walking around with active these don't work masks, I'd be like, oh, that's pretty stupid. Yeah. But then if yeah. there's like, well, you could, well, I mean, because then you go like, well, then why do surgeons wear masks if not to prevent the contamination of a surgery? You don't want to cough. If you coughed into someone's colon, mm. you know, you'd be like, oh, at least I've got this mask on that's protected their colon from my cough. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, and then they got those gowns on, but I think that's to protect them. You know what I mean? Like splatter, like oh, a waiter right. used to wear an apron. Yeah, 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 want, yeah. If someone's colon coughs on you, <laughs> <laughs> you want to be prepared. Colon cough. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's just a weird. Uh, it's a, it's a weird. It's another weird thing where people keep on arguing. Because I went to pubs when it, where it was kind of strange that and restaurants where the restaurateurs and the pub goers weren't wearing masks, but the staff were. Yeah, and then going to like supermarkets where people were, but staff weren't. Mm. It's kind of a weird thing. But then that's that whole, you know, if you want people to have their jobs, they're going to have to figure out how to do this kind of thing, and it's going to be some weird compromise, I guess. Isn't it? Mm. It's a very weird situation. But then luckily, there's a whole second thing going around that's closed and fucked up loads of businesses, and people are getting pissed off now. Like the North is closed. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which is apparently, and I don't, I'm not one for conspiracies. But a load of people, well, some people I've seen have gone into like the conspiracy of it's to um, counter the Muslim holiday of Eid. Is it Eid? E-I-D? Eid Mubarak, I think. Okay. Something like that. So they closed all the, you're allowed to go to pubs, you're allowed to go to restaurants, but you can't go to another person's house for a a meal. Yeah. Which I think is a big thing in Eid. Yeah. Yeah. Eid. Okay. There's potential in that. Yeah, and there's but there's there's stupid potential in that, as in mm. someone go, what about Eid? Oh, okay, let's yeah. do something here. Um, so yeah, it's interesting to see how where that goes. And then I've got a family member who wants to move to Spain, specifically Barcelona, mm. which is the center point, <laughs> of the epicenter, the, <laughs> yeah, the center <laughs> of the volcano of Europe. Yeah, of of uh, of this disease. So that'll be fun. Be interesting yeah, see how that goes. When's when when are they going there? Um, they were meant to go today. Oh, and then they might go next week. Oh, give it a week. <laughs> Maybe they'll get better. That'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I'm just like, you know. It's only taken five months. Yeah, well, I've never been that bothered by the coronavirus and all that kind of stuff. But it's like, well, if a family member's going, you should be careful, right? You yeah. should take a week to figure out how you can do it properly. Mm. But yeah, it's a weird one. Interesting. You can't please everybody, so everyone's always going to be angry. Yeah. Oh. The trouble is, if someone goes over there and they get it, they can't oh. just can't. Here's- a hundred pounds you can't spend anywhere but a fucking spa. There you go. Have fun. Anybody oh. looking to the to NBC or any online form, most people are selfish, and they get to a point where they give up on wanting to do for others. <laughs> Maybe that's why you get. It's just like, and yeah, you would learn a lot, and it would yeah. be an experience. It's easy enough for people to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fire! <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That pretty, submarine's pretty bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. A few? Yeah, there's a few in there, aren't there? I, I just yawn good. when it's hot. You just yawn a lot all year round, mate. <laughs>
all year when round. When it's hot. Bit concerned. When it's warm. Not just when it's warm. We've done it in winter. Yeah, yeah but the room. Oh. But, yeah, but you're always wanting to be warm, aren't you? So you're always... I'm not... I, I don't care. Don't care? No. <laughs> you're boring. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. Um, oh, well... <laughs> so what's that one for? Do you know what that means? What? It's time for a word from our sponsors. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I was wondering what the you fuck that read. was. You've got to read to the sponsors. New sponsors. Okay. Uh, this week. Straight to the camera. Oh, so it's not your pension. No, no. Well, that would, this is my pension over here. But, but that, okay. you have to read it first time to the camera. Okay. And it's got to be good because um, that's it's a sponsor. I can't read and look at the thing at the same well, you time. Need to, you've done some kind of acting in the not past. Is it the whole thing or is it just... The, is whole, it, thing, just, the whole thing. Is it, is it the first one? Whole thing. Okay. Yeah, okay. Cool. And three. Two. <laughs> Do you suffer from opening your mouth for too long at unreasonable times of day? Why why not try getting hit in the face with a duck? Oh. Uh. <laughs> getting hit in the face with a duck is an eco-friendly, organic way of keeping your mouth closed for fear of migrating waterfowl. Regardless of season, uh, all you need is a feeling of growing unease, a mouth that keeps opening during interesting stories, and an angry podcast editor with violent tendencies included in the price. Oh. Call to, to, am I meant to read call to action? I said the call to action. Bill oh. Burr, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Getting hit in the face with a duck. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just for Christmas. <laughs> Uh, 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 why have you got two? <laughs> I was trying to, trying to think today of because I was trying to think of things to make special for episode two hundred. Yeah, we have a meaning to get sponsors for a while. Why not get a sponsor that involves you getting hit in the face with a duck? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there's my dog's tutor. <laughs> Fine. But yeah, oh. um, it was a genuine thought of concern of like you yawn a lot um, yeah. throughout it, which is fine. Oh. <laughs> I don't think it's like a like a cancer thing or anything. I, I think, think it could be a sign of something else, <laughs> or like over being overworked, or it could being, just be tired. Yeah, could just be tired, but worn out. Just uh, yeah, <laughs> I always thought it was a heat thing. Okay, it could be, could be. And yeah. I agree that it probably is, but it just seems funny that when I'm editing... <laughs> how many? How <laughs> just many? like, I, I like this, st- Steve's yawning. Right, yes. <laughs> Lovely. And then I've got to try and... It's not... Yawning is like a reflective effect or whatever it's called, some kind of echo. So you have to try not to... Yeah, which I don't get it because I'm filled with hate. <laughs> 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 but I try and make it a little bit more like, oh, I'll try and do it. So yeah, ages ago, I was like, I'm just going to take some of his to start gathering yeah just some yeah. of his yawns no, and then one, uh, I lost a whole another. bunch of them because of Final Cut Pro <laughs> <laughs> so it's just <laughs> but yeah yeah just uh, uh, get some more sleep Steve and guess yeah the, uh, no I should yeah <laughs> I thought it's more ducks episode 200 confront Steve about his problems yeah. reignited the beef as well I mean yeah that was that 138 one. I think I said uh, yeah it was a long time episode. ago we've been saying for a while we should get interview guests on but just scheduling. This is just making me want to yawn. Our time alone <laughs> yeah. is getting a bit more, more and more difficult as we're getting busier. No, suicide by toaster. 
is not that is that is that current? Is that regular? Is that a big suicide killer? People, I don't, I don't know. Trying to be toast. <laughs> so, <laughs> so for the listeners, <laughs> Steve, there's just many, many, many clips oh, of God. Steve yawning. <laughs> oh, but do, you, do you do you sleep well? I I sleep. I think I sleep well when I sleep. Maybe I just don't sleep much. You did, uh, you started to go into fitness. Did you have an, a fancy watch at some point? One of those uh, fitness watches? I did, but it's, it's broken. <laughs> <laughs> How fit am I? <laughs> oh, oh, no. It's yeah. either good news or bad news. Yeah, no, I don't, uh, yeah, I maybe don't sleep enough. Like, yeah. I think I, I think a good night for me is about, is about six and a half hours. Oof. Yeah, good night for me is like 12. Fuck me. But... I've got a whole loads of problems. Yeah, I can't. I sleep aim for, that for eight hours at the minimum. Yeah, try to, and then I can function without it. But the average is like, no, if I can sleep for eight hours, I'm going to sleep for eight hours. Yeah, but I think I read like after twenty one or something, six hours is fine. But somebody recently told me that no, that's for like over sixty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you I don't think it's eight. true. I think I like I do. I I started aiming for like uh, like trying to make sure I get at least seven, um, but. I, like it still just doesn't kind of doesn't happen. Like I'll go to I'll go to sleep and then I'll wake up at like half five. Mm. And be like, well, I'm awake. Like I'm wide awake. I can't get back to sleep. Yeah. Well, you need to work around it, I guess, don't you? So like, yeah. If like the whole thing, yeah. If you do wake up early and you're like, I've woken up early, mm. you need to get so exhausted throughout the day. Yeah. That you're able to crash you're out and early, kind of early time. Yeah. But there is as, as time goes on, as getting mm. older, there is a whole feeling of like there's just not enough time in the day. So need to. Get some sleep or else. Yeah. Who knows, migrating waterfowl yeah. might... Uh, Just play that off. really nice, comforting uh, alarm sound again. <laughs> Every time you yawn. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, it's very expensive. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, just uh, so you're aware, there's a lot of yawning. That's fine. Yeah. Just as well, I guess, like a medical thing. There was a whole thing about... Um, I think a newsreader, a journalist, was presenting the news and a reader noticed that she had a bump. Turned out to be a tumour. So just like a random interaction like that. Maybe yeah. this is your wake-up wake call. call. Yeah. So to speak. One more. Travellers. Oh. They're all good people. <laughs> it's just explore your travelling a bit more. Another thing from two weeks ago. Um, I've just got With some notes. All right. Um, well. I've got this, I'm a single dad. That's what it is. <laughs> I think I had to. You know, when he's talking to other people about door. doing stuff, that it's like, oh, you know, I'll only so do shows that within 20 minutes drive, yeah. and then you would pursue that solution. I don't think you'd go straight from disgust <laughs> to internal from combustion. One episode, by the way. I've tried to find evidence <laughs> um, here and there. He did contact Ronald Reagan. Come on, to do it. I think that's where. But I haven't found confirmation on whether he was awarded a badge or if he was done anything with it. And that was pretty much the whole article. <laughs> Um, in other news, same from Stoke, told the court how she and others struggled with Royden and the glass door before pursuing him out of the cathedral into something else. The thief later admitted pretending to be a wo- he was pretending to be a woman so he could marry the imam and steal his money. Um, unfortunately, uh, well, she we'll died. To that. The project would carry teachers into space as scientists who would return to their classrooms and share the experience with their students. Okay, yeah. Um, but they NASA did cancel the program. Um, because the first time they did it was the Space Shuttle Challenger. Oh, no! <laughs> so, oh, so no! that was the first occurrence of the Teacher in Space program. Anyone could go to space! <laughs> <laughs> but 
yeah, that's that one episode. There was like 12 or something. Oh. Crazy. I had to edit loads out to keep the length of a song. <laughs> the idea was maybe make a 10 minute clip. Yeah. Throw it 10 up minutes. I'm already at six. Uh, and this was over like, I think six episodes, something like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there was a whole bunch, but then to put him into this context was much shorter. But yeah, I think that was, uh, I like I like the quick cuts because there's always lots yeah. of, because again, it's yawning at like moments that are vaguely funny slash mm. interesting. It's mm. not like you're bored. It's just, <laughs> oh, the woman died in the Challenger. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So yeah, that's, um, that's all the yawning that I can fit into an episode without putting the audience completely to sleep. Oh. So. <laughs> no more of that. I'm not even going to pretend I'm going to try harder. Like, <laughs> It's, it's just, just who I am. I think as well, like, uh, sleep is always a big thing for me. Like, uh, yeah, very important. So, like, if I didn't get enough sleep, I'd be yeah. like, I'm fucked. I need I'll to try hard to stuff. sleep. I'm just not going to try hard and not to yawn. No. <laughs> but it does, the, the funny thing is, it's this weird skill to have because it's, it's basically being heckled mm. during <laughs> a friendly conversation. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't mean anything. Oh, no, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, but it's just a funny thing, especially going back to record. It's like... It's like three in the morning. I'm like editing. And it's like, oh, mm, yeah. <laughs> mock me from, from the past, will you? Oh, you tired, are you? I'm going to bed. Think as well, just yawning in general is kind of yeah. strange to me. Anyway, enough from yawning and ducks and, and lullabies. Um, on to some of the news. Mm. Um, this week, because I thought we should squeeze some of it in. Uh, Safari Park baboons have been seen armed with knives, screwdrivers, and a chainsaw. Keepers <laughs> suspect pranksters are responsible for handing animals weapons so they can damage visitors' cars for a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's funny? <laughs> Go, Abu. <laughs> Oh god, yeah, it's the people giving chainsaws to monkeys for a laugh. Welcome to the pandemic. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Uh, I'll go through the whole article just to kind of give uh, all the context. Animal keepers at Safari Park in Merseyside believe that some vi- believe that some visitors are arming baboons with tools like knives, screwdrivers, and chainsaws in order to wreak havoc. One mechanic in sale knows the monkeys all too well. <laughs> He's got a chainsaw. <laughs> got up close and personal with him. Over the car, uh, knows the monkeys all too well, and told the paper, I've had two customers these this year who became victims of these baboons. Prankster <laughs> baboons. <laughs> it's got like a, like a screwdriver in his surplex or whatever. Sternum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the kids keep... Just baboons introing it like the fucking... Like old old school jackass intro. <laughs> down, down, down. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 Hey, I'm Baboon. This is the knife prank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, the kids keep chirping up saying they want monkeys all over the car. And then next thing you know, the cars have taken, the monkeys have taken out like, the registration plate and stuff. So kids love monkeys fucking up their parents' cars, basically. Yeah. And leads to chainsaws. One park worker has been left confused by sightings of baboon, baboons wielding weapons. <laughs> <laughs> wielding them, like being trained. <laughs> They, they've learned the forms They're of learning. the screwdriver. <laughs> they've evolved. <laughs> um, whether they've been given the, we- am- uh, the weapons or they just simply found them from people's toolboxes, 
Who keeps a chainsaw in their toolbox? (laughs) 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 Another worker says these baboons have been found with the knives and screwdrivers. He thinks it's the guests giving giving it to them. (laughs) Despite suggestions as to where the baboons had obtained the weapons, the park believes that the tales of animals being armed were nothing more than an urban myth. So I think what the park is saying is that nobody's giving these baboons weapons. That's (laughs) a myth. Right. They have weapons. <laughs> no one's giving them to yeah, them. They're just conjuring them. I didn't give it to them. Or smelting them themselves. Yeah. <laughs> the Safari Park reopened its doors on June 15th after the government gave the green light for attractions such as zoos and aquariums and chainsaw-wielding monkey enclosures to begin welcoming visitors again. Uh, the 550-acre park argued that because guests do not leave their cars while on safari, the park was just as safe as a McDonald's drive through Right. Not yeah. many baboons. No, no. <laughs> McDonald's drive throughs but fair enough. Oh. Let alone with chainsaws and weapons. Fucking... <laughs> They're riding horses. <laughs> this is how it begins. <laughs> uh, I remember we, we went, we, I've only been on safari once and the monkeys did fuck up the car. I think they kind of when expected kids. to. Yeah, on, they on pulled the aerial off and like they ripped all the seal from around the window and like mm. just yeah, completely fucked the car up. And the, and before you go in, the zoo's like, if anything happens, it's on <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, if you you may not be protected from act of God, but are you yeah. protected from but act that's the thing, of like what? Baboon. I guess what do you expect if you drive through a monkey ex- enclosure? Yeah, there's going to be mischief. Yeah, it's going to be people freaking out about stuff. Yeah, just need to see what this is. I like the ones uh, the videos that you find of. Um, of people going through and then and then like a giraffe shoving its head through the window. <laughs> I live here. <laughs> the kids freaking out. Yeah. You don't realise how big a giraffe is. What was it? There was um I think it was it was somebody like Adam Buxton, something like that, who yeah. told told a story about going through he's a comedian, went through a safari park and a baboon went in through the sunroof and sat with his kids in the back oh and they didn't notice <laughs> so the kids were just like this is amazing <laughs> like, i don't know it's like taking a selfie <laughs> like with a bison dunston checks in <laughs> <laughs> there was a big craze of making movies about animals for a while anthropomorphizing oh, yeah. them yeah like, mean like, the, like the Disney ones. Or it's like, like the, Dunstan checks in, and like the and like the third look who's talking film was was all with dogs oh, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And uh, Homeward Bound, Danny like DeVito. two of those, maybe a third one that wasn't any good. Can't yeah. remember. Um, it probably was a third one. Yeah, like just about. Just, yeah, just 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 animals are people. Do you like, think it was oh, harsh to cast Michael J. Fox in the role of a dog that uncontrollably wags its tail? And uh, obviously, he uncontrollably shakes. <laughs> Maybe like in the hope of oh, you'll 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 get this role. Maybe just did he have stop. did he did he have Parkinson's at that point? I know it's quite an old film, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one early, and two were the same 90s. people, weren't they? Yes. Yeah. It was uh, Sally Field as the cat, Michael J. Fox as Chance, yeah. the dog, and then the old guy. I can't just I, some old guy. Yeah, I can't remember him. It was always the same people, though. Yeah, yeah. Who's Sally Fields? Sally Fields. Um, so, she, she, yeah, she's been in shit tons of stuff. She was the she was the wife in uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, I thought it was Roseanne. She was Forrest Grump's mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm dying for. Mm. All right, 
<laughs> His mom is sick. Jobs on the boat. There's a lot of life inspiration from Forrest Gump. Yeah, he said, it's yeah. a great film. <laughs> your mother really cares about your schooling, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Runs away. It's uh, a good film. <laughs> Although a lot of people tend to take it as true stories or something like that. And yeah, a lot of it is like, it's like no, it's it's just about yeah, yeah, the whole just, thing of into the you don't know who you're sat next to on a bus stop or whatever. Mm. Um, this next article, there's a few things we've done on the podcast. I think there was a moment last week where I think uh, we realised I started ripping on your chilies and how um, you, they, they're doing well now. You see. Yeah, 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 yeah. They've, they've sprung grown. into life. They've started growing. Mm. That's good. Um, but I think we hit a point where I realised. I think I. <laughs> I don't think it is where it's like my brain goes oh so what's wrong because you've started to grow chilies all right and okay. the answer is happy people still do happy things <laughs> yeah. which isn't something i comprehend we very well we don't have to do something to cheer us up like it's just yeah or just like you know do it to maintain the merriment i guess it's because my assumption is that happiness will be um self-sustaining enough in level in terms of happiness yeah not that happiness is something that's always fading and needs um uplifting you know main, main maintenance if you know what i mean yeah does that make sense yeah yeah i think that had a twinge of bias of like well your happiness is fading and i meant there's probably people <laughs> go i'm just happy and i just top up my happiness yeah but then you would become incredibly happy at one point is that the goal <laughs> <laughs> No, I feel like, you know, there's uh, fleet happiness is fleeting, I guess. There's certain longer term happiness, like, you know, my dog brings me happiness. Yeah. It's my, the enjoyment I get from my dog, it doesn't fade over time. Mm. But, you know, um, I used to try and bring a rock in the house uh, to fix happiness. And yeah. Uh, just haven't and did that work? Feel to do that and never did it. Oh, I the abstained. dog did it, didn't it? Yeah, dog we did too, it. Yeah, we went over that. Yeah, first thing she did. Mm. I'm better than you. Yeah, deal with that. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to when it, with this article. I had the same reason of like, what kind of tosser does this? Oh. But I agree with it, so I think it's just the, it's the intention going in. Inside a cavernous steel hut in the middle of Glasgow, the sweeping arc of keyboards, lids, and carved panels have been taking shape, creating the UK's first permanent auditorium made entirely out of pianos. Uh, Don't make anything out of pianos, He's you better. prick. Make a piano out of a piano. <laughs> like 40 to 80 pianos or something. Made an order to, used to make an auditorium. Yeah, but not like a huge one. Like, um, you know, like um, the old gardening allotment, big, semicircular. You know, they, they usually use for growing oh, like things a inside. Yeah, I guess. Polythene tunnel thing. Yeah, they're pretty big. Yeah. You know, you can walk through it. It's something like that size, I think. It right. seats like 80 people, probably a bit taller. Okay. But uh, it meant to seat about 80 people. And my initial reaction is, like, what kind of tool goes, <laughs> I'm going to make out of pianos? Yeah. <laughs> what a waste of pianos. But I'm all for it. They're recycled pianos. Okay. So, so they weren't going like, to be used stolen. for anything. Yeah. yeah. They're like broken, you know, damaged, yeah. untunable, whatever. Okay. And they're just like using it to make this auditorium, which again is a good idea. Mm. If you're, and, and this is what I knuckled it down to, because I've got to get everything down to ones and zeros. If someone said, hey, do you want to build an auditorium? And you said, well, I'm going to make it out of pianos. You're a knobhead. <laughs> <laughs> you're a complete bellend. But, if you were like, yeah, sure, I'll do that. I'll look into it. Oh, actually, there's loads of pianos around. Why don't we try and build something out of it? Yeah. Then you're all right. It makes okay. sense. It's just the trying to 
be cool with all your pianos. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> yeah. Using mainly upright instruments with a baby grand. I think all pianos are up, upright, aren't they? They're not flat. Yeah, and you don't put them like on their side or... No. Well, maybe no. there is. There's lots of different pianos. With a baby grand artfully sliced in half to make a corner balcony. Just sounds like a toss pot, <laughs> you know what I mean? About 40 pianos have been expertly disarticulated, smashed, <laughs> to create the tiered seating. <laughs> disarticulated. Does that mean they've had the strings taken out or something? Maybe. Because that is like a, that is a, a, a problem. Like, I, I remember someone telling me once that um, they used to, and like an old, old piano that can't be tuned anymore to get rid of it, that you have to take, you have to send a bomb squad in. Oh, right, yeah, because the strings are so tight. There's so much tension that the whole thing would explode into a mass of splinters. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. There needs to be special precautions, or you could just put people inside of it and call it an auditorium. (laughs) Get in the piano. (laughs) Using uh, uh, When you dismantle a piano, you end up with a kit of different parts from the ornate front pieces to the strong planks normally hidden beneath the key, explains Tom Binns. Well, Tom Bins <laughs> sounds like a twat. It's a great idea. Yeah. It's yeah. just I get the feeling he's a bellend. <laughs> I'm very sorry, Tom Bins. Don't do things I couldn't be bothered to do. No, I would be bothered to do it. I think it's just... It just I would only like... do it if I was miserable. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> if there was trouble. If I was troubled, yeah. I'd do it. All yeah. right, fair enough. Like, just some like weird fucked up version of Lassie. What's wrong, boy? Just like knocking <laughs> shit together out of piano. Is it the guy in the well? Yeah. <laughs> the wife. <laughs> Just working through shit. <laughs> but I guess that's, I guess, I reckon that's what it is. Because uh, I do have a, a, a paranoia about happiness, I think. There's mm. a, definitely a distrust. If somebody's really happy, they're really miserable. Right. Do you know what I mean? Okay. If someone's walking around the street smiling everywhere, yeah. there's like, Something's wrong. Keep it to yourself. Well, no, you just go like, it doesn't feel genuine. Maybe it is genuine. I've said this before. Like, like they've been abused. Like there's something, <laughs> something not right. Well, just that there's, it could be genuine. It could be that they've reached their level of happiness. They're very easily happied. Yeah. Like they've achieved everything they want to achieve and everything they wanted to achieve today was to walk around smiling. Yeah. All right. Great. Good for you. But it's not, it's a lower level of happiness. On the spectrum of total happiness in the world, that person's, maximum is much lower than I think. Yeah. So there's a weird distrust around it. So yeah, I get the impression. I and I've, I think I've always liked the idea of just angrily doing something productive mm. and you're therefore doing it angrily because you're angry about something. So angrily growing chilies, <laughs> I'm all for. <laughs> <laughs> but just doing it because oh, that, that would be quite pleasant. I'm just like, I don't get it. <laughs> doing like, just if, if I grow these, then maybe, maybe everyone will shut up. <laughs> <laughs> But again, it's my own issues. I'm well yeah. aware of that. It's just, uh, that's just my reaction. So yeah, this guy's making pianos into stadiums or whatever. Excellent. Uh, yeah, and then it goes on to say, uh, Glasgow has got its problems, including widespread unemployment and a high rate of drug death. But there's been an energy change in Springburn over the last few years. Maybe he's trying to say the more pianos mm. we bring in, the less drug death. Oh, right. <laughs> I don't know. This is an unexpected solution to our problems. <laughs> I didn't think this would fix the... The drug death, but fair enough. Yeah. Uh, the hut was previously used by the council to store grit. Get that grit out, put in more pianos. Yeah. Where are we going to put the grit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you incorporate the grit into the pianos? Yeah. <laughs> Good old grit piano stadium. Weigh them down. Yeah, some of that. 
Mm. But yeah, so probably a very good idea. Probably looks amazing. Yeah. Probably is a lovely performing space. Mm. But I just feel like the hipsteriness getting in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, much. I know what you mean. It's just I don't I don't get it. I just yeah. I think it's it, it makes things more complicated because you're adding the air of. So like when you go to a place and they give you culture. a drink and it's in a jar, it's like, why is it in a jar? Yeah, and you go if it's in a jar because you don't have anything else. Fair enough. Yeah, but if it's in a jar because we're making a statement. Yeah, like, you, you right. bought jars <laughs> instead of buying glasses. Yeah, and it's like fair enough. If it, but it just the import the, the level of importance you place on mm. like this the level of importance you place on a piano hut yeah. over helping the drug deaths. Yeah, you're like all right, fair enough. But you can't go around saying that we've done something no. amazing. But no, I just did something cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. But, oh well, I. I came up with the piano idea. Mm. Like, all right, fair enough. It seems, it seems strange. You know the one that fucks me off? What's that? Fan, like stupid plating in restaurants. Stupid plates. Where they're like, oh, it's a massive breakfast. We'll serve it on a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've yeah, seen one enough. that's like, oh, it's, it's lunchtime. If you order finger sandwiches, they give it to you on a little park bench. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> So much confusion. Just give me a plate. So much hate. Give you a give you a burger and a milk crate. But again, I just <laughs> go just go you just go. It's just the stupid look on their face when they bring it to you. They're like, right? Hey, we're special, right? Yeah, and yeah. you're like, I don't, I, I'm against you. <laughs> I will break everything in this restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> you've shown me the red flag of small picnic benches for burger. <laughs> <laughs> Smash it up. Um. Yeah, oh, we got, uh, we got one of these. Oh, no. Time for a word from our sponsors. Oh, no. There you go, straight into the camera. First time, first read. And three, two. (laughs) Do you suffer from such traumatic life debts as trying to grow chilies on a windowsill? (laughs) Doctors say there's nothing wrong with it, but doctors are crazy and don't believe in the moon. Uh, um, Many people struggle with the crushing Mm. weight of life's traffic lights, face masks, an overwhelming amount of Frank Turner t-shirts, and Mm. deal with it by trying to grow phallic, oily fruits on their windowsills. (laughs) Well, now there's a solution. Getting hit unexpectedly by a giraffe. (laughs) Sponsors pulling teeth and will guarantee to at least help a struggling chili pastora question their life choices. Unexpectedly. You expected it. Oh, no. Uh, all right, well, that's, that's the end of that read. I think. Oh, no. Oh, I've got to be on edge. Don't believe Maybe this is how you stop me yawning. Put me on edge. There's the giraffe. You mentioned it in the safari park. Yeah. Uh, doctors are crazy and don't believe in the moon. <laughs> uh, uh, we need to get more sponsors. <laughs> um, to break it up, we have one of these. I need to find it first. I think it's one of these. Anyway. Oh. Feel good stories. Feel good stories. It feels good. Now, it kind of feels good because it is a feel-good story. Okay. 
but it's just funny as well. Is it about a guy with a sledgehammer in a house full of pianos? (laughs) (laughs) It's how that Glasgow piano concert burnt down or whatever. Um, No, I thought we covered this before, but it turns out we covered something very similar with the same morals. Oh, right. Um, But um, I don't know why. I guess, like, I think, um, what do they call them? Obituary, like announcements of like, oh, it's sad to see X, Y, Z pass. Yeah. It's always a bit strange, but understandable. You want to, you know, tell the community you're mourning about something. Um, Connie Culp arrived at the Cleveland Clinic in 2004 after her then husband shot her in the face before turning the gun on himself. (laughs) Okay. Great. (laughs) He survived and was sent to prison for seven years. He shot himself in the face Ugh, and, survived, and survived went to prison christ <laughs> in 2008 doctors began a 22 hour procedure to replace 80% of culp's face this was the woman who got shot in the face and she so she lived as well she lived that experience christ um sorry i, I did jump to the middle of this article but she recently passed away mm. they don't they haven't released why it's just she's the first like human face transplant person ever and yeah. she's recently passed right. i don't really say why um, but yeah, she had the she had the surgery, and a few years after the sur- transplant surgery, uh, she met with the family of the woman whose face had been donated to her. <laughs> that must have been spooky. Yeah, but not like I don't want this to come across bad because mm. it's incredible and it's life saving yeah. procedure. But you could tell there was something up. Like it was it was she had a fully functioning face by the looks of it, but it was like very damaged very like blurred squiggly you know like if smudged yeah but it's you know it's someone else's face you know and like yeah. she got shot in the face it's gonna have different things are going on um and she got it was, this is around christmas time apparently uh while the transplant could never return culp's original looks it helped her regain senses that had been lost after the shotgun blast she got shot in the face with a shotgun christ the shotgun blast shattered her nose, cheeks, mouth, and eye. Culp said in 2009 that the smell of soap made her realise her new face was working. So she must have lost all senses. Oh, uh, right, yeah. Because, I mean, it smashed them, broke, shattered her nose, right? <laughs> Sorry, it's not funny, but it's a weird way to put it. Like, oh, my face is working. <laughs> yeah. It's this kind of a controversial. It is quite a good story in terms of, like, she recovered from yeah. it. I think it's crazy that someone shot their wife in the face mm. she survived yeah he shot himself in the face he survived yeah now he's in prison just, <laughs> like he's obviously a terrible shot well there's different ways of doing a shotgun yeah. right but still in the face yeah and that like i'm assuming it was quite close like we, there was a president or a vice president or a presidential candidate that got got shot in the face or shot someone uh, in the face oh it was um one of the bushes the fuck was his name the one that did the shooting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I can't remember who he shot. Yeah. It was his friend. <laughs> they were out hunting ducks or something. Yeah, so like the, um, the, the Dick little... Cheney. Uh, Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney. He, he did the shooting. I can't remember who he shot. Yeah. But like, because you can load different ammunition into a shotgun, depending mm. on what you're shooting, yeah. they're probably using birdshot, which is like... Um, just a pellets. spray of shit. It's like BBs. Like just, yeah. It's just like loads of mi- small fragments that are meant to tear through something like a duck yeah. on a widespread so it's easier to shoot. Yeah. Whereas, and also you get like massive bullets or slugs that are just like... Yeah. That'll, no, nothing can stop. That, if you got shot in the face with a slug, you'd be dead. Yeah. I'm assuming. So I'm assuming it was something like birdshot or something like that. And so it's like, uh, yeah, like it's still, 
intense, understandably survivable, but people die from getting shot in the face with a shotgun. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's a miracle that one of them survived, let alone both. Mm. Well, then maybe turning the gun on himself, he did it badly. Yeah. Because he was committing suicide or whatever. Um, but, yeah, the reason... Uh, so I'll go on a little bit more. Two years later, she told, Today, she could smell again, but only good things, like cooking perfume and flowers bought to her by her four-year-old grandson. She said she was able to eat anything, including a good steak, after years of eating soft food. So it is a feel-good story. She's yeah. getting through it. Yeah. Um, a year before her ex-husband, Thomas, was released from prison, Culp told journalist Diane Sawyer that while she would always love him because they have two children together, I just can't be with him anymore. I, I recall that. I yeah. recall something like that. It, the one, I think it was think the same was, thing yeah. with, a, with a woman whose husband hired a hitman. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. And she still had that, oh, I still love him. Yeah. And like, it was just like, what? And I think that one was like, either he hired a hitman or it was him. I think it was a yeah. hitman thinking about it, as you say. But like, yeah, I don't, I, I mean, love's strange. Love mm. is eternal, even yeah. if you get shot in the face. It just seems crazy. And um, yeah, Culp's remark came months after she told Oprah Winfrey that her daughter, Alicia, helped her realise she could never take Thomas back. So she was going to take her ex-husband who shot her in the face with a shotgun. Yeah. back and then her daughter talked her out of it um when she asked when the daughter asked her what kind of example would you set for me if you went back to the man that shot you <laughs> fair enough question yeah, yeah. <laughs> love's crazy people are crazy and like there's a whole other side to the trauma of being shot in the face by your husband yeah that you know it's not a judgmental thing it's just another human nature thing of like yeah, there's a lot people will put up with in relationships, including a shotgun to the face. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like you don't think about it, but your children can, outside influences can see and be like, this is mental. Mm. But yeah, I thought it was the that case that we talked about before. Because yeah, she, her husband hired a hitman. Yeah. I think there was other hitman stories, but yeah. She was mugged anyway, and she got shot in the face and survived. Mm. And yeah, it was a was guy like that trying to get tried to steal a handbag or something in yeah. the garage. I can't remember yeah, what it was. Yeah. So it was. Something like that. I did have a look through the notes to see if I could find it. I just mm. Didn't have the right keywords. But yeah, feel good. Pretty yeah. good. Love feels all right. Nice romance. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah, that's it for me for stories. If you have any mm. articles this week, uh, I've got a few. Them. All right. Um. Well, to be fair, Ooh, I've got. I've got I've got a few headlines. I didn't really go much into the into the stories of them. All right. Um, a uh, a Greek Orthodox priest has said that gay people are caused by pregnant women having anal sex. <laughs> <laughs> I always find those things like it's like they always blame like tornadoes on gay people and stuff. Yeah. It's like, but where's but, the but you just go like with that one because there is a weird social bias about homosexuality against men right yeah because I think there's more hatred sent towards male homosexuals by people like I mean everybody receives hatred from people with these against homosexuality yeah but it does feel like um, when you think of gay people yeah the first images of men because they're hated the most or whatever yeah there's a there's a fetishization of female homosexuality yeah there's i think really in a anything. sense it's actually quite insulting to to women because that mm. like like well you 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 hate gay people you don't hate us because you don't take our lifestyle seriously 
Like, yeah. I think this is an impression that's just like, well, yeah, they haven't been turned because they haven't seen the right dick yet or like that right, kind right, of right. crass yeah, yeah. kind of attitude. And that's like a real thing. Like, yeah. I've seen, I've had friends who are, I know people who've tried to convert people from yeah. their sexuality. It's like, no, you're just a fucking idiot. But there's a, and I'm speaking about, well, there's a whole way the world is viewed by lots of different people. But... In this case specifically, it feels like they're targeting gay men, right? Because they're mm. talking, they're, they're saying the effect is anal sex. Yeah, yeah. And as far as I know, anal sex isn't as widely spread in the lesbian community as it is with the gay community. No. Could be completely wrong. But it, the guy's an idiot anyway, so yeah. he's going to make a more idiotic than expected statement, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> why is it, well, it, if, it's, if it's caused by gay behaviour or whatever, mm. why, uh, is it, does, does that mean that it, the same would happen if the pregnant woman sucks a guy's dick? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's these things aren't oh, exclusively me. gay acts. <laughs> well, it's just that nonsense of yeah, just cult following behavior. Yeah. I think of just like you can literally. I think if I you, have to come up with a reason as to why I don't like anal sex. Got it. <laughs> Even though, I th- like, it wasn't anal sex in the one of the Christianities. Sodomy. Like the get out of jail free clause to have sex before marriage. You, I, <laughs> that was a thing, wasn't it? That I seems swear. like something that or a guy's made up. <laughs> like it's fine as long as I only fuck you in the ass. <laughs> but it was that was a genuinely a thing, right? Because it doesn't ca- it doesn't count as losing your virginity. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Right, was that you could have anal intercourse <laughs> but not vaginal intercourse, and uh, it still count. Ah, uh, in the eyes of God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but just yeah. So, but there's a whole th- the whole cult mindset is insane. Yeah, and I think again, it's a human tradition to follow. Like there's a whole genetic thing built in to follow somebody you believe to be going in the right direction. Yeah. But you need to learn, there's points where you have to learn, like that's the points you have to learn. For, it's just a silly thing. Like I think everybody's default state when they're born is that they follow their parents. Right. It's probably a default state. Yeah. But at some point you have to realise your parents are people. Yeah. And know sometimes. It's a natural thing. Sadly, it's sometimes that happens very young where they do something that you can't understand or forgive. So you kind of go, nope, not following them anymore. Yeah. But even if you have the most healthy, well-rounded childhood or whatever, you still get to a point you go, yeah, no, I think you do that. I'll do yeah. this. Yeah. And there's a point where you have to break off. Yeah. Where from following blindly. Yeah. I think blind following is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's a point where that bridge crosses. So I think it's natural. So there are people, charismatic people. I mean, there's a stupid thing about men and women where, if, you know, the whole idea of women batting their eyelashes and men following. I think that's a real thing. I'm mm. not saying that it's a negative thing. It's a natural thing. But there's like, there's effects that people have on other people. Mm. That you have to be aware of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, what is it? There's an old Lee Evans bit about like, um, uh, if his wife asked him to do something in a sexy voice, he'd be like, "Fucking right, love." Yeah. And he'd get really into it. It's like, well, you could just do that to clean the garage. Yeah. Clean the garage. He'd be like, "Fucking <laughs> hell, let's go and do it." There's an element of that to communication, I think, to people, and then yeah, yeah cu- people take advantage of it with cults. Yeah. Because we, I, I think that's then. I think that's like sort of a an old kind of um, lizard brain instinctive thing yeah. for men, which is like, I can I can see a route here to me having sex. Yeah. I've solved the puzzle. I just need Maybe. to act it out. Could also be a mothering thing. Could yeah. Also be, there's loads of different things it could be of just like, you know, if, even if it was food. Yeah. Just like, yeah, like if someone offered, if you invited you around, you'd be like, nah, and go, well, I've got food. You might be, 
Mm. Yeah, I come around for food. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Non-sexual. Just like yeah. oh, I've got food. But oh yeah, well I, yeah, I do need food. So I'll come yeah. around. There's a whole there's a whole thing of people will follow because yeah. it's a natural thing. And there's just ways of doing it really dodgily. Mm. And cults are just if you speak to somebody who really believes something, there's just no getting out of it. No. And it's that same thing of they've convinced themselves and they're they're so mentally invested in something mm. that it's just like yeah. I mean like I don't know, fans of pick a generic band. Frank Turner. Right. I haven't, I've, I've seen, I haven't really exposed myself to Frank Turner. Mm. I think I tried a little bit once, but haven't yeah, really. I can't imagine it'd be your thing. I've got quite, it's quite indie, is it? Um, it's sort of, sort of folk punk. So I'm a big fan of folk. I listen yeah. to a lot of folk. Yeah. So it's like, it's not something that's been like outside the reaches, but if you speak to somebody who's like, oh no, Frank Turner's the best band in the world. Mm. Like, oh, have you thought about this? Yeah, but they're not as good as Frank Turner. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't it can be anything, but it's just but you I, get into I the always mind. think that's a stupid rice. thing. I think it's all <laughs> You and Rice what about don't it? understand it, mate. What? But it's that you've got that cult of rice, haven't you? I don't know. Simple example. Yeah, just a simple thing. Um it's something I notice. You tend to I think with food especially, mm. I think there's an unwritten war going on between the two of us. Right? Okay. I think I think you've started it. And I think you're all, I don't know. <laughs> right? But there was a whole thing of like, um, I cooked a lot of rice. Yeah. And I remember once um, you cooked rice and you do, I season the rice in the pot. Yeah. Right. Is what I do. Um, so that the rice has got all the flavors and the nutrients in it. Yeah. But then after you've boiled the rice, you'll then wash all the stuff off the rice, which could be a normal thing. Usually it's done to like wash the starch off. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But you usually do that before you cook the rice so that you can season the rice. Yeah, I, well, yeah. I, I, I wash it, I, uh, I'm trying to think, I only, yeah, I, I think I only wash it after if I haven't washed it before, typically I do yeah. the whole run water over it till it run till it runs clear, like yeah. that thing. Yeah, to get all the you know, dust, etc. Yeah. kind of off of it, yeah. but in, I'm not bringing that up to be like, a, you and your, well I am, right. you and your rice, but like, uh, the, even when it comes to something as small as cooking, you know, they'd be like, yeah. this is how I, this is how it's done. Yeah, you've got your own um, way of doing things. I think. Yeah. yeah, and I think you, just, you get that heavily invested into it, that to question it becomes... Difficult sometimes. Yeah, I think the Even band thing is weird, which is yeah. like, oh, they're the best band in the world. It's like, that's, well, like, what's wrong with saying they're my favourite band? Yeah. Like, what is, what about that statement is inferior? I guess that's that weird mental box you put yourself in. You'd be like, yeah. I just, they re, they connected to me. Like, because that's unquestionable. Yeah, yeah. Like, but you don't have to have an argument about who's the best. <laughs> well, James Acaster's doing that at the moment, isn't he? I think that's it, his, that's one of his shticks is like, I think like there's a certain year. I think it's 1990 or something was the best year ever for music. Right, and he's made it a point to prove that. He's got a whole podcast around it or something. Okay, James Acaster's cool though. He's yeah. funny. So he's doing it just to be silly, I think. But he probably believes in it very heavily. Yeah. But yeah, the uh, the the cult mindset isn't necessarily the big stadium drinking punch and going up to space. Yeah. You go. Yeah, it's the same with music and art and uh, cooking and whatever. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's a weird thing that yeah to believe and i think that oh it must be the anal sex and people go oh yeah it must be the anal sex <laughs> what <laughs> so you question it from the outside it's like what the fuck yeah apparently i learned this recently jesus right i always thought christians believed in the old testament and jewish people believe in the new testament no other way around other way around yeah yeah so jewish people believe in the old testament yeah and christians in the new apparently christians believe in both 
I'll pick a side. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, I, I think this is a somewhat reputable source. Um, apparently, it's just in the Old Testament, there was the belief that the Messiah would come. Yeah. And the Christians are the people who believed Jesus to be the Messiah. Right. And the Jewish people are still waiting for the Messiah. Yeah. I think that's basically it. Right. Okay. So they were like, the Messiah has arrived. And some people were like, Jesus isn't my Messiah. So they yeah. remained Jewish people. Yeah. Waiting for the And the New Testament is when the Messiah arrived. This yeah. is what he did. Right. So it's a kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting little, little tidbit. Hmm. So, Christians also believe in the murdering of the firstborn. Which yep. is always the weird little loophole I see whenever I think about Christian of religion, Christianity and Judaism specifically. Yeah. It's like, so it was cool just to kill the firstborn. Mm. Oh well they didn't believe. It's just okay to kill the firstborn of the non believers. Yeah. Like you dress it up as like we're a bishop and we have a hat like, and oh, so, yeah. the anal sex gaze. But but abortion is bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is that weird and you like, you know, locusts. Like a locust I can understand, but yeah. toads from the sky. It becomes yeah. in that little bit where you go, like, it's mythology, right? And then yeah. obviously everyone goes, yeah, it's just, it's a story mm. for the moral, was it like a fable or a, an allegory? Is it something like that kind of thing? But yeah, so yeah, Christians believe in both books. It's something that I learned. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Anyway, so yeah, these bloody pregnant women having anal sex and giving birth to the gays. Yeah. Stop yeah. it. Stop. Uh, if, if you want to be Christians. Yeah. Or those specific Christians. Yeah. Not judging. They are. <laughs> uh, officials at the Pentagon have requested an extra nuke in case the f- they fire off the old one by mistake. <laughs> you just have one. One, two. <laughs> you can only have one. Yeah. But what if I lose it? <laughs> <laughs> what if I send it to Canada? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well you can't be trusted with candy them. and nuts. <laughs> want a spare one just like well then you can't be trusted with nukes if you accidentally lose <laughs> yeah. one so no you this can't is, have two. yeah they set it off by mistake yeah. like you have to there's surely there's quite a few stages to setting off a nuke it's not just <laughs> oh i lent on the button <laughs> dropped your phone yeah. oh, i got soup on it <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah yeah mm. no well, you meant the whole thing's meant to be getting rid of them, right? That's the whole idea. Yeah. At the moment is to try and, what do they call it, de-escalate or... It's called something to yeah. try and remove nukes from people. And everyone's like, well, I'll remove them when they remove them. Mm. What if they don't remove them? I'm keeping them. It's that kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, like the, the world's in a constant state of Cold War. It's kind of better that way. Like you have to match the firepower of your enemies yeah. at least. Otherwise, they've got an advantage. But it's the fact that you've matched it that keeps the peace. Yeah, but then you kind of go, I think we're evolving into like a bit more of a we should one know. planet. But then yeah. China's invading India and yeah. Like yeah. Russia's being Russia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Russia. Yeah. Yeah. I had a weird, um, I had a weird Google because I was, I was interested because I think the perception of the world is really specifically American. You know what I mean? Like if you were to view the world through the, the if you were to ask, name some ethnic minorities... They wouldn't be global minorities. There'd be minorities in America. Yeah. So like, oh, Asians are minority. You're like, Asia <laughs> makes yeah. up like sixty percent of the world. Mm. That's the majority. Yeah. You're because I was just curious because um and they the Wikipedia hasn't got like by race but they've got by region or something like that. Yeah. And I think it was something along the lines of thirty percent of the world is white. Yeah. And then I think forty percent of the world is. 
and it's always a weird one because it's like well it's say like say Africa yeah. Africa's like 40 like 15 or something like that there's a percentage of the world yeah and you go you know you couldn't argue that all oh, people from Africa of a certain race because mm. it's kind of like um Middle East as well. And yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. a whole but thing. But if, if you just to cut up by country, you go like, we're, we're like maximum. Europe, I think, is 15%. Mm. You go, it's not very much. I think America's 15%. Yeah. So you just go like, it's just not, we're, we're, we are so small, but we see the world through a very specific lens. Yeah. And you just kind of forget that, yeah, 60% of the entire world is Asian. Well, I, I, the thing I found it, uh, interesting was, that was I listened to a conversation by a, a guy from, I think he was from Nigeria. Um, and he said the thing that's funny is that like black people in America and or just people in America as a whole think that us kind of black people in over here in Africa and everything mm. look on to, look look upon them with and have a degree of solidarity because yeah. of the color of our skin and everything and it, when it's actually like no we see them as stupid Americans yeah yeah same as like, um, the same um, as Italian like Italian Americans and yeah, Irish Americans yeah the same as like we we as white English people see like Dutch people like yeah. it's, we don't have a solidarity with them because of the color of their skin it's like yeah, no yeah. you're Dutch we're English yeah I think I, I've always been interested by the um, uh, uh, identity the self-identification or the identification of Americans being like, oh, I'm Italian-American, I'm this yeah. and that. Because it can very well be true because like, if you're grown up, if you're brought up by Italians and yeah. you're in America, you're obviously going to have that kind of um, relationship and mm. experience of culture. But the amount of times that it's like third removed, my great aunt, yeah. my grandma, yeah. and you go, I don't want to take anything away from you. But it seems like quite an American thing to plant a flag yeah. and be like, this is... This I'm is a quarter this Irish, an eighth Canadian. It's like, you, you're just American. Yeah. And even then, you, you, you are American. Wherever you're born, wherever you were raised, that's yeah. who you are. Like, and you've I'm, got offsets. I'm a quarter Scottish. I don't yeah. identify as being Scottish at all. <laughs> but then say you spent, um, say a quarter Scottish, that'd be like a grandfather and grandmother that are Scottish. Yeah. So like, do you see them often? Well, did you see them often? Um, often enough. They were local. Yeah, so like, say you had um, what's that? What's the Scottish ritual big one every year? Oh, um, I can't remember. Hogmanay. No, there's another one. Like I think before where it's I think loads of my friends would get killed and go to a Burns thing. Night. Maybe it's Burns Night. Yeah, yeah, I think it's Burns Night. Say you went to a load of those different type of traditionally Scottish events, and that yeah. was a big part of your life. Yeah, you may identify more Scottish. Yeah. than you do. Yeah, than you but do I'm you still didn't. English. I'm just yeah. English. And like, the, but the same thing that I identify as a metalhead. Yeah, you just go like, well, I spend. You you go to Burns Night. I'll go to this gig. Yeah, you know, it's the it's not it's not a big flag for you to wave. No, be like, well, this is my identity. It's a part of your identity. Yeah. everyone's got complex complex parts of their identity. Mm. Doesn't have to be well because my mother because my grandmother was a Holocaust denier. I guess I'm one eighth Holocaust denier. You're like, <laughs> no, it's just just there's more to you than that. But then people put themselves. You know, people people without personality will grab at whatever. Yeah, and there's it's a weird kind of talking, but especially in America, right? They're like, whereabouts in the states are you from? They're like, if you watch a reality TV show in America, oh, this is Toby from Ohio. I don't care where he's from. Yeah, it's, that's an English. I think we hate our we hate what was that whole the hundred worst cities in England? Yeah, and they had to rewrite it because people were complaining that their city wasn't in it. <laughs> it wasn't like our city's great. It was like no, yeah, no, our no. shit towns should be in there as yeah. well. Come so on, we don't represent. Care. 
Yeah. <laughs> so there's not as much national representation of areas. Yeah. So I think it's a, it's a part, a kind of a cultural thing over there. Is like I'm from the not the Midlands. What's it? Minnesota? I'm from Minnesota. So you know deers and yeah deer disease or something. It's a weird. That's part of their culture is identifying areas. I guess. Yeah. Territory or whatever. Anyway, I do apologise. Interrupted. No, all good. Yeah, so 60% of the world is Asians. Be careful. <laughs> Guess that's what I'm saying. It's just when you think about it, it's the same thing with the, there's only 17 million Jews in the world. Yeah. You go, if you were to look at it from the Hollywood lens, you know, it's such, it'd be many, many more. But if you just look at the cold, hard facts of there's 17 million Jewish people in the world, why do people hate Jewish people? I don't understand. Yeah. And then, yeah, if there's like, oh, you know, fight the white guy. It's like, sure, in that area. But mm. that's one of the few areas where you fight against the power of the white guy. Yeah. Or whatever it is. It's just an interesting thing to like change your perspective to look on a global scale. So I think there is still very much infighting. So Cold mm. War will still attack each other because we haven't realized that Asia is the bigger issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. We still look at things through a territorial local lens rather than a global lens, I guess. Mm. One day. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. A goat in India has been arrested for not wearing a face mask. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Asia. 60%. <laughs> arrested. Taken away by police. <laughs> <laughs> Just wandering through the street. Well, he's not wearing a face mask. Yeah. The bit, like they called the farmer. We're like, we've got your goat. Like, Why? <laughs> Give it back. Yeah. He wasn't yeah. wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> Like going out into his field, frantically putting face masks on all his fucking shit <laughs> before they all get taken away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and last of the headlines: mm. uh, a Florida man uh, fires warning shots in a hotel lobby because people weren't social distancing. <laughs> get out the way! Yeah. Bang. One now. <laughs> scatter, scatter! They're not scattering. Bang! <laughs> They're scattering now. Yeah. yeah. Now I feel safe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, the whole gun thing is pretty pretty crazy. Yeah. I was trying to think, because the whole reason... I think the question is asked is, like, why don't you get rid of your guns? Yeah. And the answer is no, because other people have guns. Same as the Cold War, right? Yeah. Or the de-escalation or whatever it was. Well, they say that the Second Amendment is Nuclear there to protect you, for, to protect the first, or something like that. Yeah, to protect like the... It's to stop from, gov- the government. from government tyranny, so to ensure that yeah. you've got the right to free expression and free speech. So then if you were to ask the question, and this is where my brain goes, but this is why I get in those weird arguments that I don't defend, or whatever, it gets yeah. confusing. Is you go, okay, what if, what if the government, what if everybody got rid of guns? Well, yeah. that wouldn't happen. Yeah, no, but what if everybody got rid of guns? Would you get rid of guns then? Do you think mm. guns should not be... Yeah, but the government... Yeah, but the government hasn't got guns either. No yeah. guns in the government. Everyone's got, you know, ping pong balls. Yeah. You can have a ping pong ball. Yeah. Don't choke on a ping pong ball. Yeah. You can't kill a high school with a ping pong ball. I know, it's ball. just like a hypothetical, but to do that, you'd have to be you'd have to be like, well, nobody's going to hunt anymore. Sure. Use a bow and arrow. You can have bows yeah. and arrows. Yeah. Oh, but what if you get a really skilled... But great. <laughs> use them in the military yeah. you need more bow and arrow people in the military mm. but like yeah there's the the i think that it's it's a it's gone too far and there's too many guns so try to get rid of guns is really the bigger issue there's, yeah there's, there's just too many so what are you going to do now mm. not what is the answer it's like no because everyone agrees the answer would be i think no guns yeah 
because I think if if uh, no guns meant less school shootings, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. But you go, yeah. Then it becomes a bit more complex. You go, like, oh yeah, I think, and then it, then it's a case of do we work towards less guns, and then that becomes the com- complicated issue. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Goats. All right. Well, it's it's been. I I didn't have the facility to do this when we were yeah. in, uh, doing um like over Zoom or whatever the fuck we were using. Yeah. Teams. Teams. Yeah. So this is the first one of these in a while. Yeah. Steve's collection of useless meanderings. Scum. Um, During the siege of Megara in 266 BC, uh, in lieu of boring modern weapons like tanks, pigs were coated in resin, set ablaze, and (laughs) sent careening towards war elephants. (laughs) War elephants don't like pigs. (laughs) Especially when they're on fire. (laughs) Or fire. And would proceed to stampede across the battlefield, crushing everything in sight. <laughs> Just destroyed. Oh, and that was, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pig fan. Oh, yeah. Just, just. <laughs> how, do you con- how do you navigate an on-fire pig? Well, they tried it initially without setting them on fire. <laughs> Go on, and they just freak them out. Yeah, and they just, they're just like, well, they're wild pigs. They would just like attack everything that they saw. Right. Uh, it didn't work, they, and then they would flee. But once you set them on fire and kind of point them in the direction, they just run. Their natural thing is to go straight to an elephant. Well, they, they, yeah, they just yeah. point them towards the elephants. <laughs> the elephants freak the fuck out. Like <laughs> war was like it, I think like ours, our kind of wars are much more of a marathon. Just beat you down like uh, and like much more kind of tactical. Some horrific shit going on, but mm. it was it's more like. Just a ma- who can last the longest. With those ones, it's just chaos. <laughs> like, just absolute chaos. Send in the pigs. Send, yeah. <laughs> Send in the pigs to take out the elephants. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. Apparently, the, like, the elephants are just bothered about squealing pigs in general. So, like, there was, there was another one where there was, like... Um, an elephant, a, a war elephant, a single war elephant was was approaching a castle wall, and they hung a pig over the side of the wall and squealing <laughs> at the elephant, and that freaked it out as well. <laughs> Just like yeah, the you, yeah, Monday. I think it's called a war of attrition. Now yeah, it's like who runs out of supplies. Yeah, first, which was obviously going on for you know since all wars, but like yeah, it feels like if you've got pigs to burn and throw and lead, yeah, towards battle, you go like. <laughs> It's all or nothing now. Yeah. Let's use the pigs. <laughs> yeah. We've, yeah I, I, I think like, um, I used to play like a little bit of Warhammer and I was orcs and they had these things called squigs, which were just red monstrous mm. things and little goblins hanging onto the back of them trying to control them. And you would just throw dice and these things would just go fucking right. anywhere. <laughs> yeah. They were devastating, but like, it's the same kind of thing. It's just yeah. like, just release the fiery pigs. Like, <laughs> let's see what happens. Well, do you know, there's a, a, I mentioned it before, but a YouTube channel i watch sometimes is called lindy beige which is like a uh it's almost like a history lesson right as in like he just talks about his history stuff he has a big thing about flaming arrows just don't exist they've never existed oh. it doesn't work it would never work and just have you ever blown out a candle yeah yeah 
doesn't work. <laughs> so like all these like you think of like medieval like throwing big fiery things. Yeah. And you go, it wouldn't really be that useful. You go, oh, what if you were sieging a castle? You throw big fiery boulders into the castle, yeah. right? Set fire to the thatching doors. You're like, yeah. well, the castle would see that and would just put mud on their roofs and then their roofs wouldn't be flammable. Yeah. So it'd be a big waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like I think there's loads of <laughs> there's loads of historic battles that we have in our mind of like all oh, the crazy contraptions, mm. pouring oil and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That it's nice to know that I think they probably would go well we can't use fiery arrows yeah we tried fiery pigs <laughs> <laughs> we could throw fiery pigs I mean we've got loads of food yeah we could get more food yeah. they're over there throw the pigs throw in the pigs <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> it probably is as simple as the that the pigs can't like... run fast enough to put themselves out like an arrow yeah. would but then like how long would they live when they're on fire but then you go well maybe if they're close enough yeah but you just go you just go like it's it's nice to think that yeah fiery arrows make sense in your i mean i don't know why it makes sense in your brain you're like more fire does more damage like yeah no arrow going through you doesn't yeah. matter if it's on fire. as soon as it goes in you it's not on fire anymore yeah no <laughs> so it's just it's an arrow mate. it is it cauterizes the rune yeah you probably <laughs> you probably have a better chance of surviving so it's just like no fiery arrows no and you yeah, go like but the idea the, makes the sense germs. in your mind doesn't it yeah so you go well the guy who decided you tried it because they probably tried it yeah and then they were like well we can't do that so we have to resort to the pigs <laughs> <laughs> let's try that out see what happens <laughs> um it's yeah. a very very Believable that it was tried, I completely believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like this. Maybe it was like a really bad salesman, but you just had a lot of extra pigs. Yeah. You know, these are war pigs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They'll, uh, they're happy to be set on fire and thrown at elephants. Mm. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to offload a lot of pigs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, ever the eccentric problem solvers, the Japanese found a novel solution to helping deaf people escape from fires by creating <laughs> fire alarms that spray wasabi into the air. <laughs> <laughs> so you can smell wasabi and assume everything's on fire. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So now just... they're deaf and blind. <laughs> <laughs> and they get very anxious in wasabi restaurants. Yeah, don't go for sushi. <laughs> fire! Fire! <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just it's the seaweed wrap. Unagi, the... unagi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And just like, yeah, there's just, you know, baby cots and stuff. Yeah. There's a sleeping baby on fire covered in wasabi. Oh, <laughs> oh God. That's not going to scare an elephant. Yeah. <laughs> going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a novel idea, I guess. But well, it's, it makes sense. Smoke. To, to, yeah. You can smell smoke. Right. <laughs> Wasabi's not going to add anything. No. Smoke. No. And I can feel heat. I guess there's a fire. Yeah. Well, why not visual? Why why not visual? Like yeah. like deaf people's phones, they light up. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> and vibrate. Just just flash the lights yeah, on. Just and send off. them a text. They can read. <laughs> yeah. You're on fire. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I better leave. We're craving for wasabi for some reason. <laughs> um, vomiting. Oh, often yeah. brings great relief for ill, drunk, and bulimic people alike. And in the animal kingdom, the same applies. But for sharks, vomiting is a very serious affair, uh, during which they turn their entire stomach inside out, expelling it from their mouths. Ugh. This is called stomach inversion, and sometimes the shark can't get their stomach back in them again, and they die. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> All the stomach's out. Yeah. It's caught. 
Like, you just can't. <laughs> just caught in a, like a ring pull for a six pack of seven up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do it to get rid of shit that they can't digest, rocks and bones yeah. and like weird things. But just their entire stomach comes Ooh. out of their mouth. Yeah, but then they've got, I think they've got like a, it might not be, like for us it's like big, like a organ coming through a narrow neck. Mm. I think they're probably more equipped. So yeah. They have like quite big jaws. Mm. And like, I think they're probably not hollow. But like the larger inside, yeah. whatever. So maybe they can, yeah, do it with a bit more ease. Mm. But doesn't feel good. No, but I think that's a human nature thing to not have your stomach outside. Yeah. Oh, that looks sore. <laughs> <laughs> you look a bit peaky. Yeah. <laughs> <Stomach>. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> uh, um. While dolphins are sometimes known as the clowns of the sea, beluga whales could be called the piss-taking twats of the sea, uh, <laughs> as they have been known to cause divers to surface early by copying their speech and mimicking the man- command to surface. <laughs> <laughs> beluga whales have started to learn. Yeah. Planet of the beluga whales. <laughs> watch this, watch this. Dive, dive, dive. <laughs> well, there he goes. What a moron. Yeah, loser. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't have his oxygen tank on. Yeah. Twat. I'm gonna I'm gonna follow him now until the surface. We'll just keep we do this all day. Your wife's cheating on you. Look <laughs> at him. <laughs> Look at him. You, yeah. can, you can see the exact moment his heart breaks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bucket of plankton. <laughs> Watching TV. Yeah, apparently, like similar to like parrots and stuff, they can mimic voices. They don't Jesus know what it means, Christ. but like. Well, you have that like, a bird that mimics like all sounds, like, like car alarms and like yeah, 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 human sounds. You go like, how the fuck can you do that? And mm. they're just doing it because they're trying to show off whatever things they can do. Yeah, yeah, they're not conscious of it, I guess. No, 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 they don't know what it is. But I think they've got lips, so it's just like they're just making that noise. Yeah, which is why they don't do words. Mm. But luga whales probably do have lips. I don't think so they do, <laughs> but they speak perfect English. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you ever watched those those um the videos of walruses making different sounds. No. They can whistle. It's really haunting. Like, they properly purse their lips and like... Ooh. Oh, right, yeah. I think I might have seen that. Like, it's, it's, it's weird. It's like, if you heard it in... If you heard that in the fog, you're like, what the What's fuck that? is that? The walrus have found us. They're in a great mood. <laughs> Along come the walrus. Yeah. Well, mermaids like, properly like purse their lips. It's like there's something yeah. really oddly human about it. I reckon, like now, you kind of go because it was probably captured on film that it was. It's more believable, and it's more like okay, and it makes sense. You know, yeah, we can do it. We're just animals. Probably makes sense that other animals somewhere can do it. Yeah, but like back before video, they would just be put down to well, walruses don't whistle. <laughs> it must have been something else. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, I forgot there was this whole thing I wanted. I need to write down ideas that I have, but I really want to explore the whole mermaid thing. All right. Because I, I find that so true to human, or at least male nature. Yeah. Is like, I'll crash my boat into this rock because I think there's a woman on it. <laughs> and it's just like this whole, yeah. I like the, like the whole idea of, you know, the men are controlling things for their benefit. And it's kind yeah. Of, yeah, but mermaids, right? Yeah, like she's half fish, but f- fuck it. <laughs> I've been on this 
boat for too long. Not enough women. And it's just like, who do you think's really pulling the strings in yeah. that situation? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just, well, it's a whole complex thing, but I just find that as a really funny example of my interpretation of the male psyche. It's yeah. just like, everybody's stupid. And women do have the same thing, like just in different ways. But it's a, yeah, the pirates just, I think I can hear women out there. Dave, it's the open ocean. There's no one out there. No, no, there's someone out there. <laughs> it's just a walrus whistle. I think it's a woman. <laughs> I'm not going to stand in your way, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it. Romance all the way. Dives into the ocean. Yeah, gets murdered by walrus. Yeah. <laughs> and mocked by a beluga whale. <laughs> oh, I thought it was a woman. <laughs> oh, mermaid, mermaid. <laughs> Dave sinks to the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And finally, uh, during a light-hearted... Uh, it's, it's episode 200, so we this have to... Yeah. Uh, during a light-hearted dinner at the dictator's crib, Saddam Hussein <laughs> amused by, amused all of his guests by putting Tabasco in their cofters and making them think he'd poisoned them. <laughs> <laughs> He wasn't that bad. Human side. There's a certain amount of like self-awareness there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they probably think I'm going to poison them. Let's make them think I'm going to poison. Let's poison them, but not to death. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Saddam Hussein. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was C's collection of useless meanderings. Scum. I never play the end one. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's true. Yeah. Well, I guess. Well, I can try and figure out a new graphic for it now as well. Oh, yeah. Just like a, that was, <laughs> and then the same graphic. <laughs> figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, episode two hundred. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite a. It's fair enough. A landmark. Mm. And um, apparently, strawberries aren't berries. Oh, they're not. Strawberries are fruits. Excellent. Yeah. And then, but yeah, bananas are apparently berries. I think it's. Yeah. Um, Vegetables are roots or shoots or leaves. Okay. And then fruits are... Not. Know, yeah, basically mm. picked from. Not parts of plants. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Oh. But yeah, see what goes on with uh, pulling teeth onwards. I think there's still more to come. Mm. You're enjoying it despite the yawning, so that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to be fair, I think s- since I've been confronted by the matter, it's been a while <laughs> since I've yawned. <laughs> Like yeah, since you were watching yourself yawning and yawning, yeah. I think then, yeah. I think it was the ducks that did it. <laughs> the ducks, <laughs> the threat of the unexpected <laughs> yeah. giraffe. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Keep you on your toes. Mm. <laughs> the giraffe yeah. comes through the You're window, constantly alert. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, cool. Yeah, so yeah. I think uh, show's probably gonna stay the same. I like the format. Yeah, basic catch up, news, funny articles. Yeah. Just might try and. Try and do promotional things. Just shoot another like bit in. Bits. Yeah, yeah. yeah we don't segments where segments are. Pick yeah. facts. Songs, yeah, all that kind of bits. But yeah, if you want to follow us on social media, I am at Nick Snip. Uh, I'm at Sing It Steve. Jesus Christ! All right, warm in it. Yeah, maybe we should move to the back. Or I should start <laughs> wearing a cool down jacket or something. We yeah. are at Pulling Teeth Pod <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram, and at Pulling Teeth Podcast on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. can uh, find uh, all the things everywhere at pullingteethpodcast.com, yeah. including an Amazon banner, um, where if, you, uh, if you're going to make a purchase on Amazon, just go to our website, click through the banner, make your purchase as usual. It doesn't cost you anything more. Mm-hmm. There's no pressure to buy anything or anything like that. But if you're going to, 
just do that and it gives us a little bit of a kickback. Yeah, I was interested to see how it works, really. It's a free way for you to support the podcast. Yeah. And um, then, um, yeah, there's contact, all our information. There's a contact form as well. If you want to email us directly, it's wisdom at pullingteethpodcast.com yeah. as well. If you want to send us an email. Mm. And subscribe yeah. to us on YouTube if you're listening to us. If oh, you're yes. watching us on YouTube, yeah. find us on Spotify and uh, iTunes and Podbean. And- yeah, fucking warm. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, then that's us. That was episode 200. Episode 200, yeah. So, yeah, be uh, safe. Carry on. Yeah. Just remember that Saddam wasn't that bad a person. No, no, no. no. And draft! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering when it was coming.